What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fun Box Podcast, episode 40. 40th episode now. It, we're middle-aged. It is too late to abort mission. Episode 40. Today is a special day. I have the Dewey Brothers. Holla. Woo. Okay, where's the applause? There we go. See? See what I mean? A one-man show. I got to do everything myself. Jack Daniels, if you please. Knock me to my knees. You're the only oh, thank you guys. Fucking David Allen We're going to reset, so whatever. If you guys saw the visuals, uh, Shaggy Tudo gave us a shout-out. Uh, and that was pretty cool <clears throat> for the Funbox podcast. Uh, if you're watching live, maybe I could pull up like a live thing so I could see people. That's one thing I need. Like I could use like the double screen thing, but oh, yeah. it's just hard. I haven't figured that out yet. There's a lot of weird things I haven't figured out yet. But... Uh, but yeah, I could. The old okay. So it's only been Maggie that's commenting. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. That's good. Maybe uh, we, we got lucky. But anyway, this does go go on YouTube and it goes on Spotify. And uh, I'm with Jared Dewey, Justin Dewey. Jared, can you tell me how how you got into hosting? Um. Uh, air guitar competitions. Oh, we're getting right into it. Yeah, let's get right this, into that. I could probably just ramble for like the next That's three hours about great. Air guitar. You, I, you won't. I just, <laughs> I just don't. It's such a unique thing to me, and uh, I didn't realize how in depth it was until I did a, a little research before I did the judging, uh, judgment, uh, judge the competition, and uh, I was like, wow, oh, you know, Rob, the, I feel like we need an additional reset. Because when was our air guitar competition? March? Um, March 14th. In March, we had the Cleveland Air Guitar Championships. Yeah. In which the winner got to go to... Where uh, did they get to go? New York City. New York, that's where I get my salsa. It's an old joke. Um, Rob, a very talented their guitarist, as we call it. Uh, I'm a chunky, strummy dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should was, be better than I am. That's all I got to say. Was one of the judges, so we can harken back to yeah. how Jared began hosting the air guitar events. Right. I actually found out about this like crazy world back in 2006. Uh, one of my roommates in college came stomping down the stairs and kicked my... Like, so excited, he literally booted my door into my room and just started screaming... There's this thing, and we have to do it, and it's in Chicago. We we have to get go to Chicago, and I'm like, dude, I'm trying to pay for college. Like I was serious. Yeah. I I was trying to go to engineering school, so I was just like, you're an idiot. Go to Chicago, <laughs> do this stupid thing. 
and uh, you know, three years later, we were living together again in Denver, and he said, "You can't back out this time. Let's do this." And uh, we just decided we were going to come up with a whole stage persona and everything on these ski trips we'd go on. We'd be in the on the road for an hour and a half driving up to the ski resort, so we'd just brainstorm. What what the hell is this? I had never even watched a video of it, like, at this point. I just knew, like, Bill and Ted's, like, I know air guitar from Bill and Ted's. They they do the strumming and Wild Stallions. It's like, that's all I knew. So we came up with this persona, and I started performing, and I, you know, I performed for 10 years, and uh, I just started running out of ideas, and so because I ran out of ideas for performing, I decided that I would branch out on my own and start hosting the competitions. And that's where we came up with the Cleveland Air Guitar Championships. That's awesome. Are you the only uh, sector of the Cleveland Air Guitar? Or is this, are you the only Cleveland-based air guitar competition thing? Uh, I don't want to get into it. There's this hack out there. <laughs> There's calls him calls himself an air guitarist. He he makes plastic guitars that are clear acrylic. Oh, okay, and from he, Cleveland. Yeah, he's. I already said too much. I promoted him too much already. All right, you don't want to give him any yeah. credit. But uh, he, he but, doesn't even. He he's dead, guys. He already <laughs> died. He's dead. He actually he uh, drove into uh, the lake, and uh, he's dead. Yes. They yes, haven't found his they're, body. They're gone. They haven't found his body yet. Anyway. I had nothing to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Uh, that is, uh, it, it's, it's the, it's so fun. Guys, if you, if you don't know any, this is air guitar competition, okay? And I don't know, is there any, do you know of any video that I could look up, show these people anything? Is there like a, kind of a preview I could maybe do for these people? Uh Look up. Like YouTube probably has some. Oh yeah, right? there's, for sure. there's, there's a shit guitar ton videos on there. everywhere. Like uh Cleveland. Uh, just look for World Air Guitar. World Air Guitar. And while you're looking for that, I, I you know, I can talk about so you asked about Cleveland if we're the official. Well, yes, there's cities all over the country that partner with US Air Guitar. We have to go through this whole licensing process and become the official regional for our area um, and then they prevent others from trying to infringe on your air guitar competition um, and then the winner of the u.s air guitar championship gets to go on to the world air guitar championship right. in ulu finland so it's it's there's like a wow. partnership process where you yeah you can come to my little thing and you could potentially win yourself a trip to finland fucking america guys <laughs> so what happens in america air guitar you could you could uh, do things, and uh, yeah, you could pretend to be a musician and get yourself a trip. Pretend to, to be yeah, get yourself a trip to Finland. You could experience life, and and better than anybody that can, by playing air guitar. Like you, different things, opportunities will arrive by air guitar. But I'm gonna play uh This is uh, Matt Aristotle Burns. He's a USA Air Guitar World Championship, and it'll just give you like a. So he's a a contestant, I guess. I'm just going to play this. Uh, give this you guys is, a little. He's actually, so he's one of the best air guitarists in the entire world. He's won, I believe he's won the U.S. three times. I could look it up, but wow. I, I think he's won the U.S. three times and he's won the world twice. So 
Like he's the creme de la creme of air guitars. <laughs> All right. The cream All right, let's try rises. this out. Let's try this out here. All right. There could only Folks, be one. This next competitor, you all know him. You know him very, very, very well. He's managed to obtain the title of the greatest air guitarist for the last two consecutive years. That's a big feat. <laughs> Yanni, I think you should have the pleasure of introducing this next air guitarist. Come on. Well, he's called Aristotle. You're close. Try again. Uh, Aristotle. Aristotle, oh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen! Put your hands together for Aristotle, your reigning air guitar. Dude, that dude looks like he would, like, get a whole crew to troll you on the internet. Like, I wouldn't fuck with that guy ever. Especially if it came to an air guitar competition. I'm like, ah, oh, you probably got it. I just looking at you, I could tell. way more energy than I could ever excited I get about air guitar uh, that man gets excited about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> oh dude I bet he looks he, how old is that kid oh he's uh, eternally 17 <laughs> Jesus <laughs> yeah, yeah he does dude, he looks oh, like God. like there's not like a nice way or a mean way but that dude totally looks like he would fuck my shit up in a Magic the Gathering tournament. Oh, yeah. While telling me about the last three times he saw Weezer live. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and now he, like, finger banged a chick before. Once. <laughs> Just once. <laughs> oh, man. All right. <laughs> that's good that's uh, a little preview of kind of like what you what to expect at a competition um that girl that won that night that i judged uh brought it like so like but everybody kind of brought it everybody did it was it was a it was a, a a culture i'd never seen before so guys uh it, right now it's kind of this i hate even talking about it but because it, it's so like yeah. everybody knows oh yeah Everybody sees everybody in face masks, and uh, we understand. Here's a funny little thing I didn't tell you guys. When I first got to uh, the tavern in Lakewood to judge that competition, 
uh, I met up with you and you gave me an elbow bump. Mm-hmm. I had that. My brain totally forgot about the COVID thing, and I thought it was just an air guitar. <laughs> like that was just how we did it. Air yeah, guitar. That's how, we just, other, yeah. that's how we greet each other. And actually, guitar. air guitar like. Everyone I know in Air Guitar, we always greet each other with like the biggest hug because right. it's this this really tight knit community of just people that like we see each other once a year normally at the right. U.S. Finals and like we all just love each other. It's like the coolest community of people I've ever been in, and that's kind of why I've just stuck around is because this yeah. it's just the people, right? The experience just being around those people, and and that's actually a challenge that we've had with this with you know the whole situation is it's it's a very personal type of event like you have to be there you have to experience it the crowd like you get r- ramped up by the crowd like just well like um i don't know that it, it i don't think it translates as well to video yes you know yes. like i um the first year was that three years ago? Mm-hmm. Three years ago, the first event we had, um, I'm trying to get all my friends to go. And everyone's like, dude, that sounds whack. Yeah. Like, it's going to be a shitload of people on stage pretending to play guitar for yeah. a minute. Well, yeah, you Just, say it. It doesn't sound it, that interesting yeah, it, at all. Yeah, it doesn't sound interesting at all. Yeah. But then you get someone there, and they're like, holy shit, this is like interpretive dance, stand-up comedy, a little bit of pro wrestling, yeah, and yeah. Anything. Know, all at the same time. Kind of go, anything goes. I, uh, yeah, absolutely. Improv. Improv comedy. Well, and the difference that we have um, to like an actual band or musician is they can get up there and play their guitar solo or whatever, and their hands move a couple inches here or there, and you experience it through sound. So that's something you can experience over the internet, over you plug on your headphones and you can, but this is such a visual experience that you have to be there and you kind of like, you get a connection. Like there's like a raw connection between you and the crowd while you're up on that stage that you just don't get if you're trying to broadcast that across the internet. And we actually, um, US Air Guitar tried to come up with a way to still do a U.S. Air Guitar Championships this year, and we did a Twitch stream where anyone could submit their 60 seconds video, and, you know, they had a host, and it was official, and it was a great show. Like, the guys that ran it, the the production was amazing, but I don't think that it necessarily translated to the people that are outside of our community. Like, we got to see it as other air guitarists and and enjoy it, but somebody that's never seen it before probably didn't feel that same experience because they weren't in the moment. Like it's, it's just a thing that you have to feel that energy of the person on the stage where, where they're like, they're the physical embodiment of the music that they're playing. Like it's not just sound. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh you're dancing. I actually, uh, I'll play air guitar to songs that I don't even, don't even have a guitar in it. But uh, like a trumpet solo will come or something, and I'll be like, and I'll accidentally just like, like, oh, that's a trumpet. What am I doing? But uh, yeah, like just being in a band, doing music, 
it, I've always been an introvert, and this is another reason why I do this right now is to open up myself and kind of like let the guests open me up. Like you guys are kind of helping me be just try to be a normal person. I might have Asperger's. Who knows? I've never been diagnosed. <laughs> I could have a lot. I, I could have like weird issues. I don't even know about. You know, because when you get, I don't. Do you guys uh have a doctor? Do you guys go to doctors or anything like that? Dude, I'm yeah. I'm 40 in like two months and really need to go start getting my butthole looked at and stuff. Yeah, but like I haven't. Been I'm able- not gonna do that. I'm not gonna go. I think I've heard people die of other things before pancreas. Oh, before uh, what what is it? The cancer, prostate, that, prostate, yeah, prostate yeah, yeah, cancer. Yeah, yeah. Before prostate cancer kills them, and they'll like do a biopsy or autopsy on the on some people. This is all. Don't. This is the Fun Box Podcast. Don't take my word for any kind of like, you know. This is not a substitute for medical advice. Yeah, no medical advice, guys. I've just heard on the internet, because it's got to be true, uh, that uh, most people die before uh, prostate cancer kills them. And like a lot of men will die with a lot of cancer in their prostate and not even know about it. Yeah. And I'm like, man, shit, I'm just not going to get it checked out. But the reason why I ask is because a lot of times your doctor will get a briefing of who you are. If you get like a primary physician to look at you, they got to get a good background of who you are. And uh, they'll ask you if you're depressed or if uh, if you've ever had suicidal thoughts or this and that. I'm like, damn, like how 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 many suicidal thoughts is too much? Like, is like, it this isn't every like it's not every day. For I'm, me, dude, I'm I'm with you, but I'm just but, saying, like, I'm asking you guys, like, what's normal of like suicidal thoughts? I don't know. So, like, I asked, I answered her. Obviously, I was okay. Like, I'm fine. They didn't <laughs> prescribe me anything, but I'm like, I don't know, like, existential crises, and I like thinking, uh, very like your own mortality. I mean, anything can happen, and I, and, and I think about you know, you like, you, sometimes the world might be better if I just like. Or, or I might be better. Like I just go to get 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 it over with. Like today, I wanted to blow my brains out with this damn like my audio feed wouldn't happen, dude. The beginning of this whole episode, kind of wanna just uh, uh, take a nice warm bath with some razor blades, you know, and uh, not really, but yeah, d- like they ask you these questions. I'm like, I don't know where. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm happy most of the time, you know. So and I. I hope that's I hope normal. that's normal because like I mean, that's didn't... where that's where I'm at. Like for the most part, like you know, I'm probably like a six or seven out of ten most days. But you know, there's a lot of times where I'm just like, man, yeah, and it could come alive, out of nowhere. Being alive is fucking stupid. It could come out of nowhere, and I have no reason to like. There's nothing that happened in my life that's going to cause a depression or anything, and it just happens, and like. You're just like wow. I have I. Uh, I don't look forward to the next day anymore. Why is this? But at the same time, I, I'm not going to do anything about. I I don't know. It's just a weird thought. So I, when you tell to when you're talking to a doctor, you just I don't know whether I should bring that up or not. Should I bring that up? I eh. well it's, we we lived in a, we're in a generation that has been just shit on pretty much our entire lives. Like yeah. how many recessions have we lived through? 
right? Yeah. Like, yeah, we can't just graduate high school and go to yeah, Ford. Like, yeah, like, like dude, I, I totally <laughs> thought I was we going to. We got out of high school. <laughs> like, I was all in on I'm just going to get an awesome fucking our, factory job. Yeah, our entire sale. lives, we, yeah. were, we were told that there's this, this great, lo- this great yeah. career <laughs> in front of us. Like, And then we get out, and then 9-11 happens, and yeah. the economy goes to shit. And, like, okay, then, like, what? We were digging out of that for, like, Five or Jesus. six years, Jeez, longer than that. <laughs> then, then you know, like start things start to come back, and boom, it all goes to hell again. Like, yeah, and you know, now we're living through it again. Like, this, Dude, it took, so it's it just took them fifteen like, years to build another building. <laughs> yeah, like so. So, what does our generation have to look forward to? It's kind of like ingrained in us to have this like just dread of dread. every single day. Yeah, I was I was watching Joe Rogan, like a big big name drop right there. Uh, I forget the guy he was talking to. He does a lot of ex- exploration stuff. He went to every country you can think of, traveled the con. He uh, experimented the Congo, talked to all these tribes. The, this tribe he talked to about the, the, there's a lot of tribes out there you would think don't know anything about the United States or the civilized world. They do. They, I mean, there's a lot of crazy white people that go in there and talk to them, and they and feed them information about what's going on, and they'll and the whole people they talk amongst each themselves and talk about it, and they know what's going on in the world, and they just don't want to be a part of it. It's uh, dude, they think I they, don't want to be a part of it. Most <laughs> of the time. I know they're like people jump off of buildings to commit suicide. Like what the fuck? Like the co- the concept of suicide in these kind of cultures is a uh, kind of wild because the whole day is like prepping for your food to feed everybody in your like community and then celebrate that you ate that day and you have a really good time maybe get drunk who knows i don't know what they do i don't know if they party like that and go to bed wake up and, and do, it, do again. it again and uh but, and that was that's good enough yeah and realistically that's kind of what we do now but i gotta go get this paper so my wife can go to the store my my paycheck gets direct deposited and magically we have groceries yeah yeah like right. we had the, the electric bill gets paid and shit dude shrink wrapped ground beef is just fuck yeah dude, i mean that's what we got I, mean, I don't know like 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 if you look out in your backyard there's squirrels running around, and it looks like they're having a blast. Yeah. You know, just running around, chasing each other and shit. But realistically, they're, like, freaking out because the neighbor's dog's going to eat them. they yeah. got to all, hide all these acorns around the yard and shit. Like, they're probably just running around. They're not actually having fun. They're, like, a micro but that, that, hunter-gatherer. That's where I think that depression probably comes from. It's, like, that idle time. It's, like, uh, you could be running from something. To, <laughs> you're not thinking about your <laughs> whether or not your mother-in-law is going to appreciate the way you're treating her daughter. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm just saying, maybe, I mean, that's a bad example. I'm sure everybody probably feels that if you're a human being, you care about other people's feelings. All I'm saying, uh, whatever, make up a scenario. You're too busy worrying about super important shit than, you know, inconsequential things that... That just grind on your brain for yeah, just, yeah. 10 years yeah like if way. you're if humans that we grew up we had to go like chase down this gazelle for dinner or we weren't going to eat for the next month or whatever well now we don't have to do that anymore so we've yeah. got time to think about like yeah now we, our energy is like we have all the inner we don't need to exalt any energy and it's all and, uh, not name drop again joe rogan talks about that again it's like 
it's like kind of to fight depression the best thing you do what do they say clean 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 up your house clean your car do some work to fight depression and it yeah. works uh to go for a jog because then you're like weird endorphins or like chemicals in your brain start pumping through and through mm-hmm. and then you're like well i'm not thinking about i got an idea everybody should eat a carolina reaper pepper if they get depressed yo dude you feel so good after the pain goes away you feel you're like why am i bitching about shit why I, that's do I probably care? why i just love chicken wings so much just yeah hot that, wings like hot dude. wings just yeah we're about that dad life now dad's, oh, yeah. dads get bad on wing night <laughs> Dude. dude, yeah, I got a dude, man. I don't have children either, and that's another thing. I think maybe I should have had kids to have something to really live for, rather than constantly be like, uh, "What's my new hobby now?" That's a double-edged sword, dude. Like, it's my <laughs> life. My life is literally. I want to put my kid's head underwater till the bubbles stop. Yeah, my my life is literally like, wake up. Scream at the children to get ready for school. Yeah. Eat your breakfast. Get them on the bus. One of them is still at home at home with me in the morning. So scream at her to stop bothering me while I'm trying to work. I, I work from home. Get her on the bus. I get off work. You feed the children. You make sure that they're alive. You get them to bed. You go to bed because you're exhausted from the day. You wake up and you repeat. Yeah. Like, there's really not any time for yourself anymore at that yeah. point well, like I your mean, whole existence is to keep these well then things alive. Aside, isn't that a good kind of like a good thing though in a way yeah. but like, also for context how old are your children four and five yeah so you fired them out like within fucking 14 months of each other because you're a fucking maniac and most people haven't seen your crazy eyes like i have so they don't fucking know <laughs> what happens when jared gets tilted oh shit I, I was given advice to have them close together because then you go through this like process once. Yeah, you but know it's who else? not. It's not like you. It's not like just a little bit more work. It's like an exponential. So instead of like one plus one, it's it, it more like two, two times like, two is four. So like I have no well, idea two how plus our two is four. Also, you yeah. dingus. I have no idea how our mother like raised us growing up. Like, well, think about like with four of us. I'm in the thir- same house. I'm 39 years old. I, my son was born when I was 30. When I was born, what? Our parents were 20 and 19. I, I, dude, if I had a kid at 19 or 20 years old, I'd have been fucking divorced and in jail like over right. a fucking decade. I yeah. couldn't even take yeah. care of myself at 19 years. Yeah, for old. fuck's sake. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's not a- like that was in like the olden days. That was in fucking 1980. Yeah. It's weird that you see these like the way culture was like 50 years ago it was uh or even longer than that you see these pictures i don't know why people wanted to look older or they just did like mustaches were a thing in the 80s like i want to look like i'm 40 at the age of 25 like I, but like they, they it's like it seemed like people matured way faster back then it yeah seemed like look at a fucking 22 year old in 2020 versus a t- like a 22 year old uh, in like 1984 80 uh, working in a coal mine no he's actually 15 yeah, uh, no, yeah. He but smokes cigars and. Uh, to be fair, like if I could grow, kids. if I could grow like a Tom Selleck or Rick Rude mustache, I wouldn't have all this other bullshit. It right. would just be that fucking hog. Right, dude. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. 
I don't know what I don't know what life is, man. What the meaning of life is to give life meaning, and I thought that was the best explanation. Dude, that's totally fair. I like and, that a lot, actually. And it, it was like, uh, it, and it's kind of like, and I was telling Maggie earlier today. I was like, you know how people say, "Why do good things happen to bad people?" And I hate that. I hate when people say that. It's like you think you're that good. Yeah. I'm not a good person. If you got into my brain, you're gonna be like, "Dude, this guy's a piece of shit." <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I, I, uh, I think it, it's this. It's like, let's say I'm doing good things, um, and then something bad happens. Imagine if I didn't do a lot of those good things, and then that same bad thing happened. I would have no resources to work with because everybody's like, "Fuck that guy." Yeah. Like, you know, I wouldn't have anybody to try to help me because it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody would, ha- like, want to put the step forward to do it. There might be the, I mean, God, this world's filled with great people. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean they'll help anybody, you know? God, people, you could kill your whole family and still just get life in prison. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> but uh, uh, all I'm saying is, like, I think the, that's what it's for. It's like the universe or the cosmos tell is, like, made that. Uh, happen like that was going to happen regardless that bad thing was going to happen and the fact that you did these things made that bad thing not so bad it's almost like your good karma yeah. like you were well, nice to this person on the street and so then they went and gave a homeless person five dollars because they felt better about themselves yeah pay it forward yeah so it's it's almost that's almost like it like that's what karma is like it's not some mystical force it's just some kind of goodwill that we pass on to each other because like we're nice to each other and we try to be good people yeah and that's all it really boils down to uh i think i mean obviously i have my faiths and things um but you know it's it's a it's 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 actually a wonderful world and since i have these thoughts i'm not my doctor probably told me that's you're you're fine. You're, I, just, you you don't need like uh, whatever yeah, uh, like, Ritalin or whatever. Drink fuck. more water and take a fucking multivitamin. Yeah, actually, that's eat, a good. Yeah. Eat some fucking broccoli. Actually, if get you, some sun. Drink water is a good thing though. It is a good thing. Get some sun, vitamin D. Uh, if you are feeling a little weird, dude, drink some water. Stop eating fast food, and drink and drink water. More water and just uh, maybe like go for a run. Or, I don't know. Whatever it is, but like. Let's go to what's on your mind segment. We're going to review memes. That's what we we do on this show. We review right. memes. So uh, this is the what's on your mind segment, uh, episode forty edition. And uh, here we go. What's on your mind? What's on your mind? What's on your mind? Boom. It's not the whole song, just the intro. I, I, I love this song. <laughs> so socialized. This, the lyrics are written by Graham Patton. Uh, I gotta give him credit. <laughs> he did a parody to, he was sitting on his couch and he sent me a long 
he was like, this is the Pixies, what's, uh, where is my mind, but Facebook edition. And this was a long time ago. And I was like, oh, my God, it goes perfectly along with the song. This is amazing. You should be weird, Al Yankovic. And, How uh, high was Graham when he wrote that, though? <laughs> All the high. As high as you could be. Um, but, yeah, Man. Facebook edition, What's On Your Mind, episode 40 edition, number 10. We'll go to number 10 here. Where you at? Where you at? Oh, I didn't get it. Oh, yeah, top five memes. Top five memes, episode 40, E40. E40. It's a good rapper, by the way. Um, number 10. Claire Montgomery posted this. All this talk about big dick energy and small dick energy, why don't we stop and consider the possibilities of renewable dick energy? I like that. Whoa. I missed the laughter button. I kind of Any put, thoughts on about renewable dick energy, guys? This, again, as a man approaching 40 years old, I felt this was like a personal attack on me. Like, <laughs> I need to go see that doctor and get some pills so that I may have renewable dick energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, they got Blue Chew now. Blue Chew is viagra but it's not viagra it's it's a gummy thing that you eat and it makes your dick hard and your doctor you could get online i'm not i'm not i'm not a fucking there's no sponsorship here. this is judgment free zone rob there's no sponsorship here but i'm about to go to the blue chew the route the, when you listen to a podcast and they do that blue chew sponsorship yeah, gag, it's like the most awkward yeah. like moment of the podcast when they have to try to like act like, like it's dude, just I, a normal conversation i but totally don't need this pills. but you can no get everybody this. i always hear it's like kill tony will do it and the legion of skanks i don't know if you guys know that but uh i was i listened to them and they're just like fuck yeah get your dick hard i know a guy that just jerks off he'll eat it and just jerk off with it <laughs> i'm just like yeah yep yep i like it i like it uh, yeah, big dick energy is a thing. Santa Claus, I've heard Claire say Santa Claus has big dick energy. And yeah, I could see it, totally. Uh, if you have a small dick, you got to have that big dick energy. And if you have a, it just don't, yeah, yeah, a lot of, what is it? You get a big truck or something, or you get a, what is the thing? It's like you get a fucking barbed wire tattoo. <laughs> you get a, like a tribal tattoo. You wear a tap out shirt. Yes, definitely. Affliction. Oh, you have forgot, those. Uh, dude, I fucking forgot about affliction. Oh, if yeah. you want to see small dick energy, like you have to go, <laughs> go out to Avon, drive through the parking lot of Cabela's, and look at all those trucks with all like the hundred bumper stickers on the back. Yeah, that's real small dick yeah. energy that they if, think is big dick energy. I'm, or like Bud Light, like they drink Bud Light. Yeah. Or, uh, are they making America great? <laughs> yeah. Not, the, they, not, not to get political here. They start fight. That's funny. I love it so much. Like, I love how that is the go-to thing. It's like, it's almost like, uh, what do you, what do you, like, you could split the room, the split the room thing. Uh, make America great. <laughs> that's the, the one thing you could, like lay down on the fucking a group of people and everybody's like, and, and then you have that one guy that's fuck you. There's more. We're in Vermilion. There's way yeah, more than yeah, one. Way more than <laughs> one. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> All right. Number nine. Number nine. Man arrested for shooting at Seagull that took his funnel cake in Atlantic City, and I 
I think he's the motherfucker of the fucking month. What you bitches want from a nigga? That man's a hero. Yeah, he's a hero. I actually would, if I had a gun on me, and that happened, there it it would take every bit of like moral like goodness inside of me to not shoot that not seagull. pop shots off at the seagull. Oh, yeah, yeah a thousand percent. Because you know, there's probably all I'm thinking. I'm in a scenario where I'm at the Lorraine County Fair. There's probably kids around. Dude, if you're at the Lorraine County Fair and a seagull steals your funnel cake, somebody else will probably shoot it. Yeah, for you. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, 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 I would have to really think about it. I'd be like, <sighs> like at the very least, I'm throwing something or pulling out a knife. Yeah. If I'm not packing, I'm. It, yeah. Dude, funnel cakes are the shit. My, my wife was actually very was like, fuck. What the fuck did they arrest him for? It stole his funnel cake. Fuck a seagull. It's a fucking funnel cake. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, honey. He waited in line for that. Yeah, like, no shit. For was, a while. Where, he's in Atlantic City. That funnel cake was probably fucking twelve fifty. Mm-hmm. And some bitch ass seagull. Yeah, that carny food only comes around so often. So, like, it, that's probably, like, his one funnel cake for, like, the whole oh, season. It, it's going to be my own funnel cake for the whole season. I only have, like, one funnel cake a yeah, year. it's, like, one a year. <laughs> dude, and a, ste- dude. <laughs> a seagull steals it, dude. <laughs> It's on. I, I didn't know if you know this or not. Pop, pop, pop. But you can just like make pancake batter, but not as thick in a fucking Kool Aid pitcher, and just make your own funnel cake in the kitchen. I know. Yeah, it yeah. ain't the same. It's not the same. No, I mean, there's it's, like some weird thing that in the grease with the carny food. It's, yeah, dude. It's yeah, because they've made like a, a hundred of a them, a yeah. thousand th- funnel cakes th- in there, yeah. and there's like, just like they probably reuse the bit, same yeah. oil the next year. Oh, and yeah. it keeps oh. going. They just filter it and keep going. I know a, there's like a burger place that does that somewhere. They like have the same oil from like the 50s or something. Dude, I think that's in Memphis. Yeah. It's like they haven't washed the pan that like the burgers yeah. get cooked in since like 1952 or some weird shit. Yeah, that's the real deal right there. That sounds like my cast iron skillet. Rudy, Dude. yeah, well, that's mine. Yeah, I, I actually have mine. Mine's only um, in two years, it'll be 10 years old, which isn't that. But it's still it's pretty good, it's getting man. seasoned. It's going. It's, it's going. I want to keep it my whole life. Uh, Rudy, Rudy's Bar and Grill in Vermilion. Ching. Uh, they uh, have a cast iron grill. It's a gas stove, but the grill's cast iron. You could take one of their patties home and cook it yourself. It won't taste like a Rudy burger. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, agreed. It, it just won't. Like they that grill. I think it's like what they say. It's like. I don't know. It's pretty old. It's like from the original building. I mean, it's been there forever. Oh yeah seasoned oh my god guys uh, we're gonna have to go get a burger after this i think number eight 2020 <laughs> is bam majera and we're all just phil trying to take a shit yes <laughs> do, do people outside of our generation get that joke uh not too many uh well i i would say if you're born if you're you got to be like 10 years younger than us to not get it I think. I would think. My son requested to watch the Jackass movie that that, I think that's from three. That's the scene where Phil and April show up to a hotel and then Pontius is in a gorilla outfit smashing the fucking hotel room. Oh, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That tells you everything you need to know about our generation that he has this you can see from the still. Dude, I have. So 39. (laughs) I, I have the DVD box set on heavy rotation at my house. 
The I, Jackass was Tom Green. Jackass that, was like, the, for better or for worse that defined our like coming of age moments. Oh, I I was you I related know? to all these people when Ryan Dunn died. Dude, I legitimately I was, cried. Yeah, I I was torn. Uh, uh, WMMS made a joke the day he died, and that was before I, I would. Now I'm like calloused. I could. I'll joke about my dead dad all day, you know. Like, I'm I'm pretty calloused. I, nothing offends me anymore. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. But the Archie Bunker thing, though, um, the the world just offends me in, as a whole. But uh, uh, they what was the joke they said? Ryan Dunn crashed the car right in Pennsylvania, and they go, "What is this stunt called? The drunk driver?" <laughs> and I was like, like "Damn." It wasn't. It just wasn't that funny. That's the difference. If if you're gonna make that joke about someone who just good. died, yeah. you need to fucking hit that ball out of the park. Yeah, man. it's gotta like, be. You good. can't half-ass that joke. Yeah, like you got to come with something better than that. Yeah, and uh, Tony Hinchcliffe did the Kobe Bryant joke the day it was like the helicopter was still smoking. They haven't even like found. They didn't even know who was all in the helicopter at the time. And he goes, "Oh my God, Kobe passed! I can't believe it." <laughs> and I was like, "That's pretty good," because like if you don't know basketball, you, you won't. You're just like, "Oh, I can't believe it either." Wow, I, but they probably know Kobe. Yeah, everyone. Knows, yeah, everyone. But knew if who- you know basketball, he doesn't pass the ball. No, yeah. I don't have one of those. Yeah, I I aired it, but couldn't vocalize the. You know. Number seven. If cocaine isn't this white, I don't want it. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> is that fucking Flash Gordon in the center there? I don't know. Who is that? Dude, I never got the whole short, short... Any kind of pants where your bulge is showing. I guess... I don't know. You have to really be comfortable with yourself, for sure. I was never that comfortable with myself. I always I, felt insignificant. Dude, like, Jeff, I'm not big enough. Jeff feel. But again, this generational thing... Yeah. We're from the nineties. I owned a lot Baggy of je- pants. I owned a lot of Jinko jeans. I never owned a pair of Adidas snap pants. I owned a lot of Jinko jeans. Time, yeah. And kids like I've got dudes that work for me now that are like in their early twenties, like twenty two to twenty four, and they come into work with shorts on that are this long. Yeah, the ob- way like, above the knee, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like this is this is not okay, right? Because because like, they write up when you sit down, they'll write up and oh, and then they're just like flexing their quads at work all day. I'm like, you weigh 155 pounds. Yeah. Stop it! Like, get out of here. What are it you is, doing? I can't believe it came back. I thought for sure, like our generation was like, yeah, just cover you know, yourself up. Uh, you know, just get we're real slouchy people. I'm a slouchy guy. But, like, we're not all, like, like, if you're going to make a style, don't make a style that completely caters to people that are in shape. Like. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. It's like. I don't care about fucking quads and thigh fucking crunch and, like, squats. Rob, this guy works out. He's got a gym in his basement. But that's fine. All I'm saying is, like, it's actually great to work out. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm just. I wish as I had far the as like for it. the the style catering to yes. all the great bodies. 
like, 95% of the population should not do that. There's no, exactly, there's no way we can, we're going to be able, you know, I'm just saying. Like, I'll take my shirt off right now. Like, it's not, like, it's better than it used to be, but it it ain't great. In our day, it was like the hot girl you didn't know was hot because she was wearing baggy clothes. And it was like, that's what I loved. I was like, oh, yeah. That was like, There's oh, some mystery look, her there. Fa- her face was enough. It was just like, and just the, her, what do you call it? Uh, aesthetics. What, uh, what do you call it? I don't know. Just vibe. Uh, that Maybe the way she painted her nails or the way she carried herself or wa- the way she just walked. Yeah, you, you, know, you, knew, there, you, you knew. knew there was something yeah. under those Adidas track pants. Yeah, or those giant woolly mammoth fucking Dude, I had the ones with the fucking elephant embroidered on them. Everybody looks like they're floating. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're like they have like the you roller actually- thing, the roller wheels on the back of their fucking wheels on their. I th- <laughs> who the fuck did that? Somebody I, somebody we know, went to Toys R Us. Like I had to drive them to Toys R Us. I didn't know I was driving them to Toys R Us to steal the shoes that had the rollerblade wheels that folded out of the bottom of them. This was pre Heelys. It was pre Heelys. You had a front wheel too. So they took their shoes off and put them in the box and put it on the shelf at Toys R Us and put these shoes on, and their their um, jeans were so big that you couldn't tell they were skating through the hallway at high school. It just legitimately looked like they were a goddamn vampire like hovering down the hallway, like the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was for it was some real shit. If you go backwards in like rollerblades and those though, <laughs> fucking you're just eat gonna me. eat shit. Just get later, man. I did uh, did some fruit boot in my day. I actually had a pair uh, Sean Perry. I learned how to rollerblade in a in a pair of Sean Perry's rollerblades. If uh, he's not gonna watch this, no, he's not. <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> he's filming a con- country music video as we speak. Oh yeah, okay, hey. good for him. <laughs> All right, number six, I think. Here we go. Number six. Oh, God. Oh, God. Where's my mouse? Where's my mouse tracker at? There we go. Uh, number six, I believe. Uh, the three stages of adrenochrome withdrawal. <laughs> Dude. All right. What is adrenochrome? That is an unknown. Just adrenaline? Like a, a drug you take to make you, like, pumped up? Jared, Google that shit. Oh, we ha- we're, we're going to have to Google this to find out, because I is don't that, know what that is either. Is that Hillary... Carol Baskins, fucking Carol Baskins. Yeah, it's Hillary, and then Carol Baskins, and then that chick that was defending then, her yeah, she property has, with that uh, one dude. Yeah, very poor trigger discipline, by the way. Oh, ba- look at her finger. She's gonna fucking kill someone. She's gonna fucking shoot I'm a, somebody. I'm legitimately surprised she didn't. Dude, here's the three first rules of gun discipline: keep your finger off the fucking trigger. Keep your Mouse finger the off the motherfucking trigger. Keep your goddamn finger off the goddamn motherfucking trigger. That's the right. first three rules. Yeah. That's like that's before you've even like checked to see if it's loaded or yeah. cleaned and the gun. And then rule or, number 4 is uh, don't point it at anyone that you yeah. don't plan to shoot. Z- or yeah, yeah, just yeah, just don't oh. exactly. Exactly. So, adrenochrome is a chemical compound in the molecular formula whatever produced by the oxidation of adrenaline. And it's a derivative of a hemostatic medication. I don't know. It's something about when you have adrenochrome. I'm trying to read this Wikipedia as quickly as I can. But something about it makes your eyes, when you're 
deficient, it makes your eyes kind of right bulge out. Okay, oh, okay, okay, oh, okay. Got it, dude. That middle one, Carol Baskins looked like she got the fucking spice in fucking Dune. The spice, the spice is life. All right. Like, am I off on that eye color there, or was that like somewhat accurate? Oh, I know you're a big fan of. I'm Dune. not a Dune. Oh, guy. I cannot I wait until Dune. the Dune remake. The Dune remake. I tried to convince my wife a couple of months ago to watch Dune. I was just trying to convince her that it was some other movie because I I wanted to sit and watch the '80s Dune movie. I wanted to see Sting. In oh, that horrible performance from from WWE. No, no, the singer. He's oh, the in, singer. He's okay. in the Dune movie. Yeah, I forgot Sting yeah. was in. That I was movie. gonna say yeah. the regular. Either Sting. one is totally plausible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I was just. Uh, it's good. an awful, awful rendition of the book. Like, but I'm not. I I, I want. I just wanted to sit and watch a terrible movie, and I I could not convince her that it was like a World War Two like movie. Or something like Wait, did I, you did you think you were gonna be like dude this is totally Lawrence of Arabia yeah like that's what I was trying for <laughs> <laughs> oh shit oh my god that's a long ass movie to trick your wife into watching too <laughs> that's like if I tried to trick my my wife oh, always sh- tries to trick me into like my wife and kid will be like yeah it's movie night and like okay it's eight forty five what are we gonna watch at eight forty five at night that's movie night they think they're just gonna slide fucking infinity war in it eight i'm like what is wrong with you oh like yeah. i'm an old goddamn man i gotta get enough sleep yeah we cannot fucking watch infinity war infinity war it's gotta be like a quick comedy like snippet like boom an hour and a half tops that's see that that's my trick is that like if i can get something going at like nine o'clock that i know she's gonna tune out at nine thirty and just like i'm gonna go to bed like that means i can stay up till like one in the morning watching <laughs> Dune and you know ancient aliens by Dude. myself Everybody while I drink whiskey yeah. and she sleeps See, right and it, that's like the meat that's the only time that I can get right to I'm myself. usually on uh, YouTube videos on my iPad while my wife is my son goes to bed I pop into the room and I'm like all right I'm about to fucking blow this pussy up right yes yes sir crawl in. Weasel up next to my wife, try to kiss her, try to like touch her ear Nipple. or like whatever I whatever I can get yeah. a hold of. Occasionally, things play out in my favor. Most of the time, I look over and she's like balls deep in a Law and Order SVU marathon. Oh, like no right. one, no one's getting laid when Law and Order SVU is no, on. It's just. No. I, my yeah, wife only like, watches programming about women being raped and murdered. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't want. Yeah, on date night, don't watch the movie Kids. <laughs> I'd probably have a better shot of getting laid if she was probably, watching Kids yeah. than watching fucking <laughs> the first forty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I just don't understand. Like, why do they keep they talk? Like, why did why did they they could have just said no? I don't I don't know what's going on. And now he's going to jail forever, you know, and he, yeah. Dude. <laughs> Just don't say anything. S- keep lying. <laughs> That's all you got to do. It's like, oh, case closed. We don't know who did it. All right. <laughs> Number five. Number five. Okay, here we go. Number five. 
Women be lying for no reason. And then he grabbed me by the neck. <laughs> oh, man. What? She don't have a neck. Uh, well, I mean, yes. <laughs> that's the, I, that's I, I, the joke, I guess. I'm, I mean, you know. She looks like a fucking Batman the Animated Series villain. It is a... For fuck's sake. And then he grabbed me by the neck. I wonder, is that her actual caption of the show? I'm thinking maybe that's why they made the meme. Maybe she actually said that. It's like, no, she... No, he didn't. No, grab he you. absolutely did not. <laughs> he absolutely yeah. did not. You grab probably have to know what that's from, <laughs> yeah, to really fully understand. Like, what, I, what's I, happening dude, here. I, I, I understand like the sentiment behind the meme. Yeah, for but sure. But I'm like really trying to wrap my brain about around the the picture of the. Like, I, I don't want to be mean and be like, "Yo, what's up? This bitch is fat as fuck." <laughs> but like. Well, un- it's not even like, well, she's kind of like the regular old overweight woman, but her neck just don't, like, it's not there. Jesus. It's all genetics. She's just, just bad genes. Bad genes. Get get better genes next time. You know? Try, <laughs> try again. Uh, see, I don't like making fun of people's appearance because I feel like I look like an idiot all the time anyway. We, so, we- like, that's that karma thing that we were talking about earlier. Like, yeah. I don't... Good for you, because uh, (laughs) I actually hate myself as well. I'm literally, uh, uh, yeah, I hate myself, guys. Dude. So, actually, this woman, you know, God bless her heart. Rob, I I feel like we should hang out more often, man. Like, we're we're hitting this (laughs) wavelength that, like, dude, I got out of the shower today, and I'm looking at myself in the mirror like, I'm a disgusting fucking... Hairy ass goddamn pimple. Yeah, yeah. Like what I, the? F- it was like what the? It was fuck? like who's the better half, me or Maggie? Uh, it's gotta be. Yeah. It's gotta be Maggie because she's got a. I look in the mirror at my disgusting, weird, like hair crawl. It's not even like I'm not hairy, but it's like creepy hair. It's hair just, in like, places that doesn't everywhere. make yeah. sense for it to be, and it's just pasty. Ugh. It, it just like top heavy and like ugh, gross. Dude. And then I I uh I look at her beautiful naked body, and I'm like. Wow, I have way better standards than her. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the better half? I don't know. Like it, I don't know. My standards are pretty high, and uh, her standards are obviously not that high. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. No, just women Dude. in general. Their standards, I don't See, know. I got in. You have to have a something. I don't, like, I don't know what it is. A couple years ago, I was talking about, uh, I think this came up earlier when I used to dye my hair in the 90s. I was talking about dyeing my hair like purple or like doing something goofy again. And my wife just shit on it. She's like, you're not doing that. I'm like, I know how. Like, we have half the products that I need to do it in in the fucking bathroom. Like, I can just bleach my hair blonde, get some weird pink shit. It'll be cool. She's like, "Like, no, no, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, why? Because I'm a fucking adult now? Like, I'm a fucking adult. (laughs) I can do whatever I want. And she looked at me in the eye, like dead ass. Yeah. Like took me by the hand and looked me in the eye and said, "I'm like, because I I used to do that and you liked it." She took me by the hand, looked me square in the eye, and was like, "That's back when you were young and cute, right, dude? You know what women are doing to <laughs> these people? Fuck my shit up to us nowadays. They're saying, like, luckily Maggie Maggie's young at heart. Like I said, she was a juggalette, so I got lucky. <laughs> if anything." I'm like, 
uh, you look like a teacher. Like, what are you doing? What are you? Why are you dressed like that? But uh, um, no, uh, we're together for eight years, or going on nine years now. And uh, yeah, it's that uh, when she shoots something down, I feel so like you're right. And you don't. Like my hopes and dreams are gone. Like I don't. You don't want to tell her she's right, but you know that she is. But you yeah. still want to hold out hope that, like, dude, I'm a fucking badass. Still. Yeah, like I'm fucking goddamn indestructible. Everything's I'm, good. I'm fucking young and good looking still. Like this isn't. There aren't yeah. gray hairs in this beard. I Fuck could off. kick. I could. I could. I could dance. Oh, yeah. kind. Of, or I could just like I could shimmy. I don't know, whatever the fuck you people do that are uh, have energy and, you know, positivity and love life. These idiots. Goddamn idiots. All right, number four. I don't know what number I'm on. Jewish hospital. Oh, shit. Oh, I know this one. Is, is this because mm. of the chimney? Yeah, it's smoke. Oh man! Ooh, oh. where's the sad trombone? There we go. I feel like in the early two thousands, this would be fucking hysterical. Oh, dude! Like I this had, is a very. These are the top, a, these are a, the top a, memes that are voted on, like the most likes in. Well, right the channel, now, right? what we did, what we did this time, was uh, yeah, these five of them are. I went blind on. Five of them are from Holland, are, are the beard. One of my, uh, and this is one of them. Uh, and and he, these are uh, wild card, like throw them in okay. just to I spice you. things up. Well, I, I was about to say, like, this yeah. is the Spicy. perfect representation of all the idiots that we grew up with. Yeah. It's like how, how many horrible people we grew up <laughs> yeah. around. Jewish hospital, hmm. but I mean that's the joke. I mean, I mean we gotta, you know, that is I mean, the joke. The joke is, we all Jared, we, Jared. Here's what's happening. Um, <laughs> they're cooking. <laughs> they're cooking uh, really dark meat, like uh, or you know on a grill. You know that you know you see black smoke is like a real fiery furnace of a fire. You know. Yeah. That's what's happening, right? We we all we all took that fucking eighth grade trip to DC to go to the Holocaust Museum, didn't we? I didn't do it. You didn't get to go. I didn't get to go. Oh, I, I'm, dude. I'm poor, dude. Jeff, feel we ate government cheese as kids. People don't know that because our dad has that store in town. <laughs> oh yeah, the Dewey Furniture hey, Store. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> I ain't doing a fucking commercial for that shit. <laughs> I, I'm glad I didn't start talking about Dewey <laughs> Furniture the first. Thank you. I'm, I I apologize for bringing it up. Uh, the people don't know. Um, we had goddamn government cheese when we yeah. were kids. Yeah, like we, we did, my, our our parents got divorced when we were wee pups, and uh, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing about about that kind of like uh, lifestyle, like uh, people that are raised in certain things. Like, I was raised, like, our water heater, like, in our trail. I mean, in a sense, I look back at my past, and I'm thinking, why did you guys have kids? It's like... Yes. What? Like, you guys didn't have enough money to for have yourselves, kids. For let yourselves. Let alone. Yeah, let alone kids. So, it's like, uh, I, um, 
I be I went beyond that. You know, I've grown up and I'm maturing <laughs> and I'm like learning about love and life and that money isn't everything. Yeah. I'm trying to learn that. Dude, money isn't everything, guys. It's not, but I totally want to start making midlife crisis purchases pretty soon. Yeah. Like I want a fucking convertible and a lot of fucking papst. Basically oh. a convertible and a lot of Pabst tall boys that I'm going to drink while driving it around. See, that's where I'm at, too. But, like, I'll buy, like, a $9 Funko doll, stupid fucking pro wrestling doll, and I'll get, like, harassed about it by my wife after. His, his Funko- Why do you buy that? Because <laughs> she's looking at the credit card statements every day. Yeah. You know, that's actually a really good thing. A lot of the people that are, like, successful, or not successful, just, like, better at money management, look at look at things like that they uh i I was in a band with uh people i I was 25 everybody mr show i was in a band with mr show everybody was 25 years older than i was and they (laughs) were so tightwad so tightwad i was like fuck it let's go baby and they're like oh that's too much money and i'm like you have a fucking house and this and that and they're like that's just how they live yeah but like Dude, I remember when I got my first credit card, I was fucking making it rain. I didn't do anything cool. I don't have anything to show for those days. Like, it's different when you're a kid yeah. and you don't have kids and you don't have, like, bills. Yeah, they wanted Yeah, they wanted to spend the money on, like, more production quality of, like, recordings and, like, things. When it came to the band, I'm like, I don't have that money to spend. Because like, I fucking party. Because <laughs> I fucking party, baby. I got I to gotta buy this bottle for this episode. I have to... <laughs> I got things. I got this camera. Actually, this is a new camera that's pointing on me. Sorry, guys. I'm glo- this, I got the best camera in Dude, the house tonight. I mean... It's, uh, it's more high-def than your guys' cameras. That's probably for the fucking better, honestly. I got me, Jared, Justin, Jared, Baggett, <laughs> Justin, and the, Dude, all been, three... Uh, I've been using these weird exfoliating scrubs that my wife puts in the shower. I don't think she puts them there for me to use. I think that she puts them there for her because, like, I believe that all women, no matter how beautiful they are, every woman inside, like, when we were talking about, like, having suicidal thoughts earlier. Like, I think dudes have suicidal thoughts. Women all believe that they are fucking gargoyles and that they need to spend a lot of money on, like, cleansing and beautification products, whether they actually do or not. And then me, I'm just like, oh, there's this like skin exfoliating stuff that's supposed to make you look young. I'm going to scrub my boner with that. So my <laughs> wife will be like, oh, my God. It's so smooth. I need it. Yeah. Shiny. <laughs> I can see every little crevice of the vein, like dimensions. Yes. Uh, maybe, you know, now that you put it that way, I don't think I should use it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what happens. It gets way more defined. And it looks more g- g- glor. It's like really like I, I just, <gasps> yeah, dude. I gotta have like some showroom it's sheen. Like, on it's that like bitch. Iggy. It's like Iggy Pop's arm. <laughs> With all the, the, the undisputed heavyweight champion of fucking rock and roll, Iggy Pop. <laughs> I would be proud to have his arm as my boner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the veins are just protruding out. Just <laughs> this is where you stick the needle if if I wanted to, but I'm clean. Where I used to stick the needle. Yeah. And pick a spot. You know, and again, like, somehow at work, I've, um, 
started hiring like I hired one dude I'm not going to call him out but uh, he's somebody I've known since he was like 10 years old he was um, strung out when he got out of jail and got clean I was his first job well second job the first one didn't work out so well I was what was in. the job what was the job what what, what? Okay, he, worked go ahead. At, he worked at the, the, the family business. Okay, the family business. He right. worked at the family business in our warehouse. Um, he went back to his family's business and then got me to hire somebody from the halfway house he lives in. The sober house, not ha- uh, halfway house, sober house, whatever the fuck you call yeah. them now. So I've started um, essentially like we're turning into this weird like second chance place where like I'm hiring people that just got clean. And it's a really fucking weird world to like joke around about like, oh, shooting up, fucking smoking rocks and shit. But like, I have a dude that worked for me that like was like balls deep in all of that shit like in fucking like four months ago. Like he's just recently clean. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's again, maybe it's just 2020. Maybe we're getting old. Maybe, like, we're being more, like, nice and politically correct, but it's really... Sometimes I feel awkward, like, talking shit. Like, uh, fucking just shoot right under your... Do it Perry Saturn style, under your tongue, so there's no yeah. track marks. I've heard of people, like, putting, like, shit in their eyeballs. Like, Dude. Like, there's so many ways to get high. We, we had a... So amazing. The, the world, it's like, the world is your oyster when it comes to drugs. It's we had a 40-minute conversation about uh, Crocodile the other day at work. Do you remember that drug? It yeah. fucking made people's, like, <laughs> that, skin turn green and rot off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like gasoline and meth and I you just do. inject it. Oh, man, it must be a great drug. if it <laughs> that That's the outcome, and they're like, yeah, I'm doing that. If, like... If the state of Florida was something you could inject into your body. <laughs> yeah, state of Florida. Dude, Florida man. Florida man. All right, that, we got to go back to the, the segment. <laughs> go back to the segment. Number. I don't even know what number we're on anymore. Three. This is, this is what always happens with the segment. We, we get sidetracked. And, but that's the point. That's the oh, point dude. of it. This stuff gives me the burps. Number whatever. A hentai <laughs> artist. Borderline child pornography slap. She is actually a one thousand year old goddess. I, I feel like <laughs> I, I have to just walk away at this one. <laughs> Do you know anything about Lolita's or like the the hentai thing? Do you know anything about it? I am not into it. We we have a mutual friend that is really into like He's deep in the hentai anime game. and hentai and stuff. So he shares a lot of those memes on on Facebook and. <laughs> he sent me one one day. This is pretty close to home. He sent me one one day that was like the most beautifully animated and like well hand drawn cartoon. Yeah. Of a naked man, like I think he was tied up, and there was a guy wearing a business suit, putting like a there was a beautifully detailed animated ear of sweet corn up this guy's butthole <laughs> like why do you have this but he was of age right uh, oh yes for sure dude of japan's a, japan's the, a weird goddamn place they're always of age right yeah clearly must have been i did i mean i didn't, <laughs> i didn't check his id but the artist but, but they do there's a weird thing about it it's like this uh kink 
<sighs> whatever it is. Dude, it's a bunch of bullshit. It's a Lolita thing. That's what I've learned. It's and called it's, Lolita. It's really it, fucking weird and like it made me like But in the story, she's a thousand years old. Like, yeah, but it's she's still like really time, goddamn yeah. weird. Timeless. Yeah. That's I, how they get away with it, you know? Yeah. I mean it's still one of those things like <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> anywho, moving forward, <laughs> number whatever. Hey, UPS, your driver left this package under our doorknob like this and trapped us in our apartment. Had to call maintenance to get it out. <laughs> next, time, <laughs> next time, order a shorter dildo, Jessica. <laughs> All right, anybody listening. When it comes to the What's On Your Mind segment, anybody on Spotify, we apologize. Uh, you, you're going to have to go to YouTube for these references. Uh, uh, it's a tall box that's lodged underneath one of those handle-type door handle things. And, no, and the person that's receiving the package will not be able to get it. They're locked inside, pretty much, essentially. Or well, they, you know, essentially. I mean, that's kind of a predicament right there. Like, fuck dude Jeff Bezos fix that fix that I think I think I've actually seen that dildo before dude dude the guy that uh our all right everybody that's listening in northern Ohio we have a, a shop called the adult mart and the adult mart is very infamous I don't know if you know the story but back in the day back like 10 plus years ago this is the way, like, the dudes crashed ago, a truck through it and stole a dildo? That was a joke on, like, late-night television. And they used that as a joke. And that was some real... Dude, that's only, like, three minutes from my and house. And he did it to retrieve a giant dildo. That's what he left with. I mean, I don't know what else you're going to take from there. Well, there's a lot of things. You you could take, like, these the right fucking, now. I mean, you could take the fucking cash register, for fuck's sake. Yeah, right now. Nope. Right now. A you giant know, dildo. You know what they got? They have, uh, since technology is so great, they have uh, these little things. You could get your girlfriend, like, a, like, a, an egg, like a vibrating thing. And from anywhere in the world, you could get this app on your phone and just trigger it at any moment. You could be like on vacation, like I gotta go on a business trip, and then you're on your you're on a, like you get to where you're going, you're like ha ha ha, ha ha ha, play with my wife, and then her thing starts to go burp 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 burp, burp. and then you can play music, or or like whatever. They have these the other thing, but future the rapper uh, does these reviews on these new like uh, products, and uh, this porn star was like. Uh, promoting this product and it was uh the woman or man whatever if you're a phallic if you're like phallic shaped things whatever you could be a woman or a man i mean any anybody could like a phallic but anyway typically the woman has a phallic shaped object and uh uh the man has a a machine that's a vagina so the uh, uh, uh so what and they're synced up through online oh, internet. Oh, dude, I know what you're talking about. So anything you do the, to the phallic, the the vagina, mechanical vagina for the man, which is way more expensive than a phallic thing, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. will move with what your hand is doing to the phallic. Yeah, yeah. So like essentially like 
yeah. you could get jab, you could get a hand jab from like another continent. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's the point. And 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 you could FaceTime or something while it happens. So it's like you'd have sex with somebody from another continent. Dude, I remember like trying to convince my old lady that we should like she should let me take like a nude Polaroid of her or some shit. Like I couldn't even get her to fucking do that in the nineties. Oh, Polaroids. Wow. Dude. Showing your age. <laughs> that actually reminds me, there's an awesome show on Vice called The Expensivist with two chains and he just gets really high and does like rich people things. Yeah. And I does one of the things those? they did was they like visited a sex shop. Yeah. And like That's a rich person thing for yeah, sure. Like got the like <laughs> the sex toys that you could like they cost like a million dollars yeah. that yeah. you can like have sex with your wife from Dude, three thousand miles I, away. I remember, right. Do you remember uh Maybe it was two chains. Maybe I'm thinking about the same thing. Who knows? Uh, dude, they're they're. I was thinking future, but yeah, you know they all look alike. You know, oh god so. damn it, Rob. But uh, but but uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, the sex, the sex industry really is, uh, a they it's up it's on par with Disney. Yeah, from what I've understood about the I sex mean, I, industry, I don't know personally, but you know. personally, yeah, I don't know anybody that's crunching numbers for Pornhub, but I know that. Well, I mean, like everyone's on fucking quarantine; they're just at home jacking off. Sure, if you're 13 years old, you're. Well, it's yeah. the beginning thing. It's it's the. It is humanity in a sense that is like natural humanity. My all right, check it out. All right, here we go. My uh, back in our day, you guys know about computers. Uh, virus protection was real low. Yeah, everything was new. So uh, you download the wrong thing. Next thing you know, all your icons are dildos, and your mom is like, "What the fuck?" Uh, my pastor or my youth leader of my church uh, gave us a computer, and me and my brothers got. And I was like, 15 <laughs> and we're all two years apart. So Tom's 16, I'm 14, 12, you know, and you have it for like a year is enough for like everybody to kind of like, I don't know. There's like a, 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 a point to where like we're all two years apart to where everybody's. Everybody has jerked off in front of this thing. <laughs> yeah, so. But like everybody's tried to look at some, you know, or like yeah. download, you know. You've all hit that point in your like we, we're not, maturation. We're not process. too savvy on like deleting things. We're not, oh yeah, the history file is still there. Yeah, we don't understand that yet. Yeah, and uh, Pri- he, private browsing wasn't a thing. He had to, the thing I hate about that guy is like, yeah, why did you fucking say anything to my mom? Well, he what he did, he told, he told my mom, well, I, a lot of thing your computer's running slow because it's like there's like these files that are building up and uh <laughs> you gotta delete those browser cookies man we didn't know about yeah, that yeah we didn't then. know about that and uh they're building up and uh and you have to uh and this and that um uh pretty much telling my mom exactly what's going on and my mom was like uh, there's no way my baby boys you know or you know my my little angels aren't like, jacking yeah, off on yeah, the internet there's no way we're doing that and he's like luckily for him he's like listen i'd be more worried if they weren't and it kind of eased my mom 
And I'm still, to this day, I'm like, why'd you fucking say anything? You had the ability to just, like, squash it and erase it. Yeah. Why'd you have to say why, anything? You fucking narc. Why'd you have yeah, to tell mom? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why'd you have to tell my mom? My youth pastor told my mom that we were looking at porn. Dude, I, I will, dude, any, all I gotta but say. I mean, dude, I was into black chicks at the time. I mean. I mean there was, like, I, imagine your mom, like. Like I don't know, like, like, honestly, they didn't have it. But now I think it's like we're conditioned. If my kid and I knew she was looking at fat ass black bitches, I want to be like, yes, thank God. I want to be so thankful that like, stay fucking woke. Yeah, just like well, just at the same time, just like, you know, he he he's not asexual, you know, you know. He, yeah, well, I mean. Just everybody could just hope that you kind of uh, it, it's well, my Archie Bunker's coming in. Everybody could just hope that he, like my my son is a virile you know, young man, young man that loves uh loves the uh, the the snatch. You know, yeah. He wants to uh, engage with the uh, he wants to procreate. You're gonna have grandchildren. <laughs> You're gonna someday. have dr- grandchildren. Exactly. That's all. That's it. That's it. You know. You know. But I mean, if he likes to look at dudes, that's fine too. That's, yeah. That's I mean, fine too. no judgment here. Maybe someday my kid's gonna look at dudes the way I look at chicks. It's inclusive. And I'm still gonna love him. He's still gonna be my boy. It's whatever, man. It's an inclusive. It's an inclusive world, especially on the fun box, guys. It's inclusive. We we uh, accept all types. I don't care what you look at on the internet. Number whatever. Are we on it? Are we on it again? Number oh. one. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Uh, I don't want to. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> this has got to be number one. Yeah, this is number one. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got kind of blows it up <laughs> when your dick is so good and you can't get her to do anything. Bitch, go fry me some cereal. Maggie posted this. This is the the woman I'm in a relationship with. This is what I'm talking about right here, guys. Uh, See, so, I'm an avid poster and reader of that Facebook group, and yeah. like this is a, like the most Maggie meme that yeah. I've seen. Well, the <laughs> funny thing about it, women are owning that group. Every time a dude posts something, it's, it's like, like uh, nothing happens. It's like nothing happens. But a chick posts it. Yeah, even it's like Maggie will, and Claire are just dominating yeah, yeah, the fucking yeah, yeah, dojo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, for fuck's sake, if I knew you guys were that funny during when I when we were young, I'd have talked to you when we were in high school, for fuck's sake. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, I love the veins on SpongeBob's dick. Like, That's the only time you'll ever hear me say that, is I love the veins on SpongeBob's dick right there. I don't know, like... I love the artistry, I love the whole thing. Something about this, I really expected, <laughs> I really expected SpongeBob to have a bush. Maybe, yeah. a, like, just a little. Not like... Me, but like something. Some, uh, you know, just barnacles. I, I wasn't expecting clean, like freshly shaven SpongeBob junk. But oh. like, again, this this harkens back to our uh, renewable dick energy conversation from earlier. Yeah. Like, goddamn. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man.
That was like my second favorite fucking music video as a child. Oh, yeah. My, my top two were both Van Halen. Oh, but yeah, that was, uh, that was, uh, what's on your mind, guys? All right. What's on your mind? What's on your mind? What's on your mind? Yeah, we're almost two hours now, so we I think we could call it quits. I gotta I, I, I gotta go I gotta jump back to something real quick. Yeah, you're fine. When uh, we were talking about the fucking dildo, the like that um goddamn you play music through or fuck with your phone and Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Van Halen reminded me it's like What's gonna happen if I buy that thing for my old lady and she actually like puts it in her snatch, and then I just play the beginning of Hot for Teacher? There's a lot of ba- the rumble like with that with the heavy rock music. There's a lot of yeah, like she's just gonna fucking explode. Yeah, yeah. You should probably shouldn't do that one. <laughs> should probably go soft and go. I would go. I got five on it by the Loonies. Okay. Got, well, tweak it. It's like, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I feel you. Don't go right out of the gate. Don't go all in like that. Yeah, because we, I might need to fucking like buy a new mattress. Mm-hmm. Or that's a, how it is. What these bitches want from a nigga? But yeah, guys, dude, I can't thank you guys enough for doing this I know it's uh, it's like you're like what did we do <laughs> you're like what did we do we came here and just bullshitted about absolutely nothing well the thing about it is is that it's the it's a podcast it's a the realest thing that you could do uh, it's being yourself in front of microphones and that is what that's like the craze right now it's a uh, it's uh, actually really, really entertaining. Sometimes I'll listen back to th- episodes at work, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Man, this is really funny," <laughs> and uh, and it's good. It's it's good for everybody. It's good for the whole family. Well, not and everybody, at, but at, at the very least, for those like here at the table, I find that this kind of thing is um, somewhat therapeutic. We yeah. get to get things out. We get to talk this about is, things that we d- wouldn't necessarily talk about. This maybe. is like I said. This is therapy for me to. Uh, I'm essentially an introvert, and like this, and if I want when I do an open mic, stand up comedy or something, or it, it, even if I suck at it, it's just pushing myself into these situations to. I don't know. Engage You're with people. You're trying to force yourself to grow. Yeah, that's all I'm and trying I to do. T- kind of take it full circle back when you asked me how I got into air guitar. Is I was beginning my professional career. I was doing these, having to host these meetings in front of like chief information information officers and like these executives, and it was kind of like that was my way to jump into the pond and just like force myself. To be comfortable being in front of people. 
to be yeah. more outgoing. And you yeah. and with like with air guitar, you can do it. You're not like I'm not Justin Dewey on stage. You're not Jared right. Dewey on stage. Right. You're Dick Diesel and I'm Thrash Can Willie, respectively. And it it gives you a way to be up there. Uh, you can kind of feel incognito, right. You can if feel you will. comfortable in front of people in a situation you and, wouldn't normally. And if you do good, that's yeah, great. Right. If you don't, well, they don't. They, it's not that they hate me; they don't like this character I'm portraying. Right. And 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 sort you of. can then tweak that character. Like who you are is just who you are. Very yeah. interesting to think that way because with stand up, it's the most mortifying. Dude, it's, it's almost like sadistic the way I do it. If you guys were me in my head, it is the most, to me, the most terrifying thing to do. Dude, it's it's fucking horrifying. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, it's hard enough to, like, for me to go up on stage and air guitar for a couple minutes a night. I haven't done like, it much. I've only done it a handful but, of times. I mean, but it's like when still, it's just you on, like, and... Like a, um, when you or I are performing an air guitar performance, we're like I'm not projecting my voice. I'm doing things, but you're projecting but your personality. I'm projecting my and personality. And that's one of the things. With, if you're I, if you're looking to get into stand up, it's just finding that little that little piece of your personality that you can you feel comfortable projecting. Right. And. My first year performing, I got on stage and I, I literally stared at my shoes and just played like I was playing an actual guitar to right. the song. And that was exactly what one of the judges said was, it it looks like you know how to play guitar, so you just play guitar. You're right. Where you have to find that aspect of your personality. It's, it's like pro wrestling. You find that aspect of your like personality was, yeah. that you can amplify. Like, I was more comfortable judging that competition than actually being in the competition. There's no way I could actually be in that competition. I could well, actually see it as a guy that's just like, eh, like the Simon Cowell. He has no idea and about maybe music. That's but your like, maybe that's that piece of your personality that you can amplify. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah I have to, I'd have to, like... Um, one thing, I, I was really psyched. If, uh, for those of you who don't know... Um, if you have a U.S. air guitar event, like you have a U.S. air guitar license sanctioned event, you are contractually obligated to end that performance, that show, with Freebird. Correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. You yes. are contractually obligated for that show to end with we the song Freebird. The 15-minute live the version of Freebird. The 15-minute goddamn live version of Freebird. Um, everyone that has performed that night is on stage. Anyone that was in the crowd that wants to come on stage can. That's a great way to be like, dude, it was so nice to meet you. It was so good to see you again. Right. I can't wait to do this again. Thank you for judging. And I was like, that's what I'm doing. I'm basically like, granted, COVID had just started. So I'm up there hugging people that I've just that's met That's what I was that going to say. The first time I saw you, I, I gave you a hug. And I the, like the whole thing, like it was so new to me. And I'm like, man, dude, I fucking hug Justin. I fucking didn't even know. After everything was said and done, I'm like, dude, I forgot the whole fucking COVID. Yeah. It's like you, for that, for that moment, I think that's why we started with the show must go on. But, um, I can only speculate on that cause I'm not inside your brain, Jared. True story. Um, nice, nice. But I specifically oh. remember at one point 
Rob, you came up to me like again, Freebird. It's a long ass song. Um, so we're up there performing. I'm congratulating Lee, the woman that won, who's she's at my muse and my arch nemesis at the same time. I fucking love her, but I want to fist fight her sometimes because I will probably never beat her at this yeah. shit that we compete in. No, you did a really good job. It was a uh, very realistic. Like I, I don't, I don't understand. Um, like um, my wife watches those shows. Like, so you think you can dance? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like they have that's, this dance. Oh, that's yeah, a yeah, perfect. Yeah. That's a perfect description of air guitar. Is those dance competition songs where they have to express? Oh well, you just you did the perfect expression of that song, and it was you know I just, I just felt you in that song. That's exactly what air guitar is. But like it's it, your your feeling of that song, like the way that you express that song. I, I don't I don't understand dance. I don't understand like that type of interpretation. I understand fucking metal and fucking rocking out. Right. So like my performances personally are always more about like trying to be as accurate to what I think that guy is doing in that song. Right. And like working my way through almost like I'm acting out the music video essentially. You have to tell a story and you you get 60 seconds to perform a song, but you tell a story in that 60 seconds. And it I I'm going to go back to pro wrestling cuz that's I I love pro wrestling, but there's a a thing that Stone Cold Steve Austin will tell every time he gets a chance is that the best pro wrestling persona is just you turned up to turned 11. Up. So your air guitar persona or in your instance, your stand-up persona is you turned up to 11. Yeah. So you just have to find that aspect of your personality that yeah, you can I, crank I, I gotta, up to 11. I just got to imagine that I'm at the, in the, the dumpster area of Quaker Steak and Lube in Sheffield on break talking to my employees. That's the first time I got a... That moment was the first time somebody told me I needed a stage to tell jokes. That was the first time. and uh, But that was a long time ago, and I still haven't had the courage to do it. Right now, this is kind of like that courage being trying to like push through, and maybe if I do enough podcasts, I'll have enough. you Because know, comedy is a thing that there's no age group. Yeah. There's no, like, you're too old for this. It doesn't exist. Rodney Dangerfield was 50 years old before he got any kind of recognition. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these people, it's just like, and some people, dude, you go into a club and, like, if an old person comes up and does it for their first time, it's, like, an amazing thing for everybody. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, fuck. It's like, fuck, yeah. And it's, that could be like a, they could be in a commercial at that point or whatever it is. Whatever. And, uh, and. I'm just saying, like I, I love comedy in that because it's there's no age group, you know. I, like I, I find it kind of interesting. Like, granted, it's it's the same but different worlds. You've been performing on a stage for a long time, give or take. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's been a long time, but uh, but yeah. like, but with your instrument is something you can hide behind. Yeah, it definitely is. It's a like pacifier or it's, something. It's a, it, it, it can be a crutch, but yeah. it can be why you're there. Yeah. And um, like, 
using your voice to like sing a song while you're playing the guitar is a lot different than just having your voice to try to make someone laugh. Yeah. yeah. All like those being, little moments being, of pausing and beats that yeah. you're doing in between everything you say, if nobody gets a there, laugh, there's, a, there's a different ex- timing. If you expected yeah. a laugh and, and you don't come. get it, you're, you ruin your timing. Your timing's but gone. That just be- that comes with practice. Yeah. And that's one of the things with, with Justin um, with an air guitar that I'm trying to get him is just repetition of doing this. And unfortunately with us, we get one event we a get year, one essentially. Event year. So yeah. you don't get a lot of opportunity to go back up in front of a crowd again and try something different, to right. tweak something. You get once, you get 60 seconds a year to try something. Have you ever We're, gotten a moment where people look like explode on a moment where you didn't expect they would and you're like I wasn't even doing I wasn't even up to the part where I was and then I, people ex- love that but they didn't love the part that I wanted them to I, love but I they love like, that part it's like why did you love I don't that have part a, like I don't have a situation of that but 3 years ago I performed George Michael's Faith at mashed up with Limp Bizkit's Faith <laughs> speaking of new metal but so we have what's called the Dark Horse competition. It's like this last chance to make nationals. It's all the people that like performed elsewhere and didn't quite make it, didn't quite qualify for nationals. It's a real inside baseball type competition where like the room is a hundred people. It's a, always a small place. And it's but all air guitars. All air guitars. So they've seen right. everything. Yeah. So you like have to be on point. The Dark Horse. Because you're performing right. in front of performers. So I yeah. did Limp Bizkit, or I did George Michael's Faith. Actually, look that shit up if you can. YouTube that it's shit. It's probably yeah. not online, but... It was. It might be. But George Michael's Faith went into Dude, Limp Bizkit, like, full stomp. Dude, Dick D- Just type in Dick yeah. Diesel. D-I-E. <laughs> before full, you like... <laughs> There you go. Meathead stomping Limp Biscuit, And then, instead of continuing Limp Biscuit, no. I went back to the solo of George, Michael. of George Michael's Faith. I don't think it's there. Son of a and bitch. It used to be. Mid-performance, Lieutenant Facemelter, who is a U.S. air guitar champion in, I think, 2012, was a judge. He literally fell out of his chair laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately knew that what I had done was the exact thing that I was supposed to do. Right. And like, I completely just like, I, I, that like adrenaline just boom. Yeah. And like, I turned into like the embodiment of Dick Diesel and no longer Jared Dewey. Right. And just fucking ripped that like goofy ass solo of George Michael's faith. Right. Yeah, and ended up I I ended up qualifying for nationals that year. I don't I didn't get first place at that show because I bombed the second round, but like I was one of the top scores in the first round because like I saw somebody that I completely respected as a performer lose their shit over what I was doing, right? And, and that completely changed. Um, my performance on when stage. That is such a wild, like this, uh, the whole concept of this is still just like so wild to me. And it's so inspiring. Um, like uh, just a guy of comedy or like 
like so when if somebody does laugh at something that you do or loves something that you do it's almost like you want to uh, cap you want to keep that to and like and like let it grow somehow you want to it's like lightning in a bottle you want to how do, I just don't know how to keep that going that, like that's how, the uh, struggle of the performer isn't it you like right, that yeah. like you're somebody, always chasing the next yeah yeah, uh, because that, cause that drug, like, say you, after that show, you probably felt great, uh, and that feeling can, is beyond any drug. Anytime I've done stand-up, and if, uh, which is, well, not just stand-up, I'm saying any kind of performance art or something where now it's stand-up, it, it, it was so intoxicating as far as, like, euphoric afterwards, even just doing it. And uh, any kind of positive response from anything was just enough to be like, oh, oh my god, I need I need to do that again. And it, it could. The thing about me is I, I let it last too long because it was such a big ass dose that uh, it'll take me forever to do it again. You know, that's why. But this is what this podcast is, like I said. But uh, I just don't know how to like, like bottle that up, lear- bottle that up, and, and learn right and use that. It. Yeah, and and foster it. And we've we've discussed this as a group uh, with the Cleveland Air Guitar community to try to figure out how to like bottle that up and continue to grow the the community and and give people that outlet. Like, unfortunately, we are a once a year event, um, and so like if you were to come and do your stand up, let's say hypothetically you you came and did stand up and you loved it. And you wanted to, like, okay, I, I can tweak this, this, and this and make it a little bit better. But then you had to wait a year to do it again. That's, that's the world that we live in. Yeah. So we're, we're trying to figure out a way. And with COVID, like, it's, it's making it even more challenging because I can't, I can't, our, our venue that we go to would love to have us run three or four shows a year. Right. Because, like we, generally, we fucking kill we, it in s- sales of tickets right, and draw, in booze. People right. have a good time and they love the venue, and then they come back to see a different show. Right. Yeah. But the world we live in is a once a year world, and there's just nothing that we can do to kind of break that up. And there's no way to really do that well, on online because you don't have the same feel you don't have the same connection to the audience yeah like i I feel like even if we were doing things online all we would be doing is um we can use more professional wrestling terms we could just pop the boys like all we would be doing is um essentially preaching to the choir we're not going and getting new converts we're just hyping up the people that are already converted we're only right. reaching out to our small community. Right. Whereas if we have um, one of the guys that we're friends with is on the like alumni board of directors for fucking Case Western Reserve University somehow. So he gets us like we'll have a show at the Jolly Scholar once a year. Which is the on campus. If For those that don't know, the Jolly Scholar is the on campus bar for Case Western Reserve University. So that's where study groups go to have a beer and study 
Math. And then us right. dickheads are trying to put on an air guitar performance while they're trying to fucking <laughs> yeah. study their nursing and have yeah. a beer. And, yeah, It's just, uh, it's a weird world, man. Yeah. But. Well, it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's uh, interesting to see that perspective in, in a, and especially in air guitar world. Uh, it, it, I'm saying it's a, it it, blo- it kind of flips my wig. Uh, it is pretty incredible how passionate I when you talk about it, yeah. and it's like, a, and it. But like I said, folks, uh, you have to see it to believe it. You know, you got to be there to understand the passion and what it takes, how hard it actually is. Well, and if you are next time that you're feeling trepidatious about getting and doing stand-up just remember that these two idiots go up and pretend to play an instrument That's for 60 true. seconds that once is very a year. true high five on that one i appreciate that i mean i'm not saying i look i look at that as some weird way of like oh they could just do air guitar so i could obviously be able to <laughs> no it's um it's ah it's just the way you look at it and uh and, and being inspired uh if you could get inspired by people that play air guitar uh, use it, use oh. it, and I think you can. I think anybody can. I think you could get inspired by air guitar if you're trying to be a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, and you're talking it's to just, a courtroom. You know, it's it's just a way to um, get out there. You know, be in front of people. Yeah, like absolutely. Ter- being in front of people is terrifying. The, the, I don't, and I don't give a shit the who you number are. one fear is talking in front of people is like the number one fear that everybody yeah. is afraid of it's, most. And it's uh, the that is the oh man it, it's hard and uh especially if it's something you've been working on and you're like you hope people will like it you know mm-hmm. and you're just waiting for that, vi- vi- that validation, validation you know that uh gratitude of some sort and you, and you don't even want to you don't want gr- you don't want gratuity like forced gratuity from like family members or anything like ah, ha, ha, ha. yeah ah, ha, ha, ha. That, oh that's my robbie <laughs> no you want real fucking laugh and uh it, man perhaps we got some this evening rob oh i hope so you guys are off the chain so glad you guys came you have Dude, no idea it thank, warms my heart thank you man this is like dude this is like i feel like this is a conversation 20 years in the making rob i hope so I'm also so. really happy that you said 22 minutes ago that we were going to close out the show, and then we had the most Midwestern goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where we talked for 22 more minutes. Yeah, that's uh, yep, yep. That's a, yeah. I say I saw I call that the Southern goodbye because uh, my family is all from the South, and that's how it is. That's how family left the house. We get done with dinner, everything's good. All right, I'll see you later. And then twenty minutes later, I'm, I, as a kid, I'm waiting for everybody. Like, uh-huh. like no one's even got their fucking shoes on. Yet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're still the doors like open. Or wait, it's like a slow, gradual. All right, we get it. But yeah, all right, guys, that's about sums it up. We did the what's on your mind Thanks. segment. Talked about everything we could possibly talk about amongst all that. Uh, whatever we did. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Rob. With all sincerity, thank you for having us, my friend. Dude, I appreciate pleasure it. Pleasure is all mine. Uh, Gary, everybody give it up for Gary Oldman in the back. <laughs> um, find us on Facebook at 
Cleveland yeah. Air Guitar. Any plugins? Got a plug? Yeah. Uh, find us at uh, Air Guitar CLE on Twitter. Uh, Cleveland Air Guitar on Facebook. Cool. Actually, what you guys should do is text me any kind of link or ats, you know, just so I could like copy or just look at it and paste. Cause that I'll, way you, I'll not you know. can embed that shit because I'm very bad at social media. Yeah. I'll embed it. Hell yeah. And uh, so I'm actually really bad as well. But uh, you guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I super appreciate it, Rob. I, we get to rambling. Uh, I'd love to do it again sometime. Yeah. And if you guys want another drink, you're more than welcome. Uh, peace. We out of here. You heard it here. The Dewey brothers. Two of them. Two of three. Two of three. And one sister, right? Or yes. two sisters? One sister. Or, or just one sister. Okay. One sister. Two halves and like a thousand fucking like, step. Br- yeah. <laughs> yes. Shout out to the main four. Where are you at, Josh and Jessica? Bitch. <laughs> Get fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Love it. All right. Peace. We out of here. That was loud. (laughs) Fuck clipping. Dude, this is the most jank. Sorry, guys. The most jank. uh, The first 14 minutes. Man, I'm so pissed. Dude. But we made up for it with the Midwest goodbye. Oh, we did. Oh, no, it's so fine. It's yeah. everything's fine, but no, that was super pissed about that first oh 10, 15 minutes. Oh, my Rob, God. Dude, where's your All right. It's, um... If that's cool, I'll go...